Mariusz Kwalba and I'm a developer of Delta V Rings of Saturn. I'm from Benjin, Poland, and I'm a big fan of fantasy and science fiction. This is a continuing episode of a series about Delta V Rings of Saturn. Are you a fan of Kerbal Space Program? I actually have that game and never played it because I developed Delta V in my free time, in my gaming time. So I <laughs> took the time I used for gaming and made a game instead. So it's... Uh, actually, I could play it now. <laughs> yeah, now we are released, I could play it. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, I, I know it's a great game. It it has similar approach to reality. The system model there is a bit smaller, but uh, you still get this ability to take your real world knowledge about uh, rocket science and apply it in the game. And the things that you learn in the game are actually things from the real world, the real ro- rocket science. So that that's very cool thing, and I'm trying to do that too. Mm. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know of it. I've watched some videos. My 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 son played it for a while. It's it's more of a a spaceship design yeah. um, sandbox. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's see here. What else? Oh, uh, so yeah, I'm thinking about the only Polish science fiction author I know is Stanislaw Lem. So, oh, yeah. Does everybody know him in Poland? Is that a, a, yeah. is that a big thing? Yeah, that's, yes, Stanislaw Lem is uh, <laughs> the father of Polish science fiction, basically. So, yeah, it's also the big influence of Delta V comes from his books, because he actually did that thing in short stories, mostly, where you you have this problem on a rocket ship, and if you figure, if you knew, for example, that to change orbit, you need to decelerate to get closer to the planet that that was an obvious solution for presented problem that the, that the protagonist need to figure it out and if you had any knowledge about this you you could be ahead of him if you have this knowledge you could be ahead of him meaning about uh, ahead of the protagonist of the story ah so you so you could basically solve the mystery before your hero <laughs> okay so that that's a re- that's a really cool thing because that that made i read that as a kid and it made me feel really smart that ah. I figured out okay now, I think I know which book you're talking about there's the I forgot the title but it's about a space pilot who's he's kind of a a sassy all pilots are always sassy for some reason but he's pretty sassy gets in trouble a lot and uh, I I don't think I actually finished that one I I, I it felt a little bit what I would call young adult it was probably if I was younger yeah. I probably would appreciate it more I really enjoyed I mean I really loved many of his other books like uh, uh, The Invincible and the Oh, the star. I can't remember that one right now, but uh, they, they traveled to the stars or something like that. Um, 
that was really cool. Uh, yeah, no, I've, re- I've, I don't know how many books he's read. I discovered him only recently in life, maybe in the last five years, maybe. And I started reading all of the books I could find by him. Um, yeah. There's a really large range of what Lem wrote. So there are books for kids, like Mikey Robotov, uh, that would be Robot Fairy Tales, something like that. That's for kids. It, they are brilliant, but these are for kids. Opowieści o pilocie Prixiat, stories of pilot Prix. Yeah. That would be the, this young adult thing. And uh, there are lots of stories about this This particular pilot but there is also quite heavy things like solaris quite heavy yeah i think fiasco is uh, most uh, disturbing thing i read that's about the contact with the alien species oh, i that's haven't read that like, one i'll have to yeah, add that, that to my list that's that's great there also he also wrote like some uh, i i don't even know how to call it there's a book which is a review of a book that doesn't exist Cool. No, I I don't know that one. Unfortunately, I forgot the title. Those those are things I read like thirty years ago or twenty years ago. Uh, so it all yeah. I yeah. know they are great, but for specifics, I remember like I remember Solaris. I remember Invincible. Yes, Invincible. Invincible. That was really cool. It's especially if you think about this that the that was written before the computers actually existed. So you have things like me- mechanical switches inside the spaceship. And then when I read it later in my life again, I thought, oh, this is stupid because rockets would land vertically. Uh, spaceship uh, would land on their bellies. Uh, and now we have rockets that actually land vertically. And I'm okay. I sound correct. Right on the link. Yeah, and, and that's what's fun about reading his fiction too. Is you get a little bit of a slipstream of old technology that he didn't expect to change is still there. Like people in the Invincible are running around with hard copies <laughs> of paper. Yeah, but uh, there's also a lot of things that he predicted, like ebooks. Yeah, right. I think he. Yeah, I like, read that in Invincible too. Yeah, I was surprised to see that. Oh wait, that can't be true. That must be in a different book because I don't know why was, he would have ebooks and then hard copies so that probably wasn't no 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 that was in uh, hmm. i don't i don't remember a title i know i know there is it was called opton oh i don't know yeah Uh, i i think he also predicted internet oh that that was written before that and there in in one books there's uh, this worldwide network you can use to access any kind of information he didn't predict that we'll use it mostly to argue with people and look at cats <laughs> yeah that would that... Yeah, I, re- I remember one interview when Lem said he was disappointed as to how the internet was used <laughs> right 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 yeah I now I don't know if you're interested in in, in some of these American authors there's uh, about the internet, for example, there's a book called uh, Children of the Sky. Actually, it's a series, Children of the Sky, by, oh my goodness, the name is, I'm trying to see the book over there. Um, um, he's a he's a Berkeley mathematician, professor, uh, so he knows a lot about computer science, and he really represents it very well. And what's notable about it is how he uses software for, uh, it's a very, like, we're talking, are you familiar with the Kardashev scale, uh, different K yeah, levels? So 
So this he, this is a story about K two and even three civilizations that are interacting, and yet he has this ability to write a story about how software is part of that situation and how there's an internet, and they call it the Internet of Lies because of kind of what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's really cool. The book Children of the Sky is part of the Zones of Thought series by Werner Vinge. It's the near future. Nanoware and truly artificial intelligent machines exist. Diff is an AI engineer. He gets into a friendly online debate with a nanohacker about whether a culture's most important trait is compassion or skill at war. Unknown to Diff, the hacker runs a simulation on Diff's AI machine to prove his point during Diff's Halloween party. Learn if it's compassion or war that succeeds during a futuristic Halloween party that goes sideways in a very physical way. Fitstorm, a novel lit by Lancer and Shelley Kind, which has received honorable mention in the Writers of the Future contest, is available on Amazon's Kindle. You're using a podcast player, right? Because if you are, you will see the show notes right there, zipped right into your player for easy tapping. Within those show notes, you will see links to Delta V, Rings of Saturn, and you will see links that will help you find more about the game and contact Coder. Next episode, more from Coder with a K. I wanted to, this game feel like a bit of Wild West in space, like you have in uh, Firefly. 